0: The truth about books is this, for 97% of the people, self-publishing is absolutely the best way to go. Uh, The game has completely changed in the publishing industry. Uh, Back in the day, the only way that people could buy a book was to go to a physical brick and mortar store and grab that book. And the only way you could get that book to a physical brick and mortar store was somewhere a publisher had to believe in your message enough to grab hold of that manuscript and agree to print your book. Uh, printing it with all of this time investment and all of this money investment in editors and Uh, People that were going to format the book and take your words and ideas and make them into the shape of a book. And then all this investment in printing and all this investment in shipping, that it take all of that investment hoping that the book might sell. Now, as you can imagine, they weren't eager to gobble up a bunch of unknown, unheard of authors. I, I remember when I was in college, I actually wrote a book in my spare time, got that manuscript, fired it off. Rejection letter after rejection letter after rejection letter after rejection letter after rejection letter. I I still, to this day, wish that I had kept them. I didn't even think about it at the time. I just knew it was really difficult to get a book to print. Now that game has changed. Uh, Anybody that has something to say, whether it's good or not good, anybody with something to say can sell a book online you just throw up a website now there are better websites and of course better ways to do it but you no longer need somebody's permission you just need a proven process here's another factor that's changed all of that is today there are better access to tools and print on demand options than ever before. In fact, you don't have to maintain inventory. You can drop ship. There's so many factors related there. One of the biggest is speed to market. Earlier this year, I was working with a pastor who had a book that he wanted to move to print and he encouraged me to speak with a publisher that had reached out to him to talk to them on his behalf because I was going to be helping him move that book to print. And I remember speaking with that publisher and said, so I'm going to be taking his ideas and shape them and write them. Ghostwriting is one of the options whereby we can serve you, by the way. And I asked the publisher, if I have this manuscript to you by the end of this month, in three weeks, that's the time it was going to take me to pull these ideas together, three weeks, if I have this to you, uh, when could we see the book now the timeline was I'll have it to them by the end of January ready to go from my standpoint ready for them to begin editing shaping and I told her I said and I'll be responsive if you ever send me something I will get back to you even if I have to read the entire book in a day I will get back to you within one business day with whatever changes edits request that you have um, they said getting the book to them from me by January 31st, they hoped they could have it out by October 1. Now self-publishing it, uh, you could literally, if you have the manuscript ready, upload that thing to a print on demand and it's ready within 24, 48 hours. Um, Helped my dad this year uh, upload one of his manuscripts. We went through that whole process of taking the words off of a Word document that he had and putting that into a book template uh, that I've created. Uh, we edited it a little bit, put some graphics in, uploaded it. Uh, less than three days after uploading it, we had a copy with a cover that Beth designed, holding that in our hands. See what it looked like. Edit that, change that, re-upload the changes, have it back in our hand. Um, This entire process required less than three weeks doing all of it. For 97% of authors, self-publishing is the way to go. And so what I want to do in this episode is I want to roll into some training that I have from a course making and marketing your book and I want you to just explore this idea of self-publishing. Is it for you? Uh, if you self-publish, you can always go with the publisher later. Um, is it not for you? And If it is, I want to encourage you to finish the book. 99% of people who start a book, you, you can go Google this. Now, I know you can't believe everything you read on the internet, right? I saw a meme that said, Abraham Lincoln said that. <laughs> you you kind of understand what I'm getting at there. 99% of the people who start a book never finish it. If you are one of the 1% who are committed to finishing it, don't wait for someone's permission. Use a process, get that thing out the door. Here's the training um, right here. So here we are. Point number 1 is why the book and more specifically, why do we want to self-publish this thing? Why do we want to crank this thing out on our own? Uh I would tell you this, the reason to self-publish the book uh two big reasons. Number 1, the message. If you give the message away, you no longer control it. They do. So Right there, big pause. A lot of people don't know that when you're creating this book, you're creating the content. If you sign a contract with a traditional publisher, in the vast, 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 vast majority of cases, I would I would almost say all cases, but but I you know it's kind of like the James Bond thing, never say never. So probably in the same token, never say always. Uh, you give them control of the book. I'll share a quick story with you in a moment about that. Uh, And number two is the money you make more in most cases by publishing your own book. So I'll talk you through that in this training as well. Those are the two big reasons. Let me tell you a little bit about my experience with both of these, with the message, with controlling it, and with the money, with being able to make more of it to fund the message forward. So years ago, I was involved in a home-based business opportunity uh, selling essential oils with a network marketing company, you know, quote, pyramid scheme, which it wasn't a pyramid scheme. it it was phenomenal. it was a great experience. In the midst of that, I decided to write a book that was going to particularly, it was largely dominated by women in that industry was going to tell guys how to get involved and how to financially uh, work the business in such a way, that it could provide a second income stream for your family could put you in a better financial position free up some time spend more time with your family uh you know all of that this on top right here is the book so i'm going to scroll into that uh the husband's field guide navigating your wife's essential oil habit uh, i was literally on a trip uh to hawaii and in the middle of that trip, we won uh, all expenses paid trip to go see the company's farms, uh, to go see the um, the executives, to go meet other top distributors. It was a contest we won, placed eighth in the world. And on that, uh, you know, really saw the income potential and opportunity. And thought, goodness, if I could show other men how to get involved, they, they might. They just don't know you know, like me, they did not yet have an idea of what this could mean for them. And so uh, on the airplane ride back, I began just typing some ideas that I began formulating while I was out that last morning in Hawaii, going out for a morning run. And over the next oh, five, six weeks, I cranked out that book. Literally, the goal was to do a chapter a week. And I went a little bit faster than that. That was the result right there. Now, I sold those books at events. I sold them on my website. Uh, I had to learn at that time it was WordPress. I don't use that platform any longer, but had to learn about band-aiding everything together. If you're asking what platform I use, I use Kajabi. I'll put a link down below to where you can get a free trial uh, for 30 days. It may even be a better trial run. I I can get you at least 30 free. You can try it out. Uh, There may be other opportunities that you can extend that even uh, I'll put the most up-to-date link down below uh, literally right now my webpage all the checkout carts the blog the podcast emails all the transactions all the hidden pages the bumps the upsells, everything that you see that I've done online is all through that platform you can get it absolutely free for 30 days and after that it's still a lot cheaper about 20% of the cost of band-aiding everything together now back at that day I was just doing the best I could on my website. People would still place orders. And so it's better to get started than it is to wait for a perfect solution. That's Salter. As of the recording of this, he's in the fifth grade. But back then, uh, every single morning when I would drive and take the other kids to school, he would always run out with me because he knew that we were going to the post office. We were going to mail some stuff in a book box about that size, a milk cart. And then we would stop by Starbucks. I would get some coffee, he would get some chocolate milk. Now, eventually, the question pops up. I'm selling a few of these online. Again, a few every day or so. Uh, and uh I have this idea: can I get the book into the company's annual convention? So I wrote the book, February, March. Convention's coming up in June. I reach out to one of the executives, and he had been kind of my fact checker in the book. I'd met him on the trip to Hawaii and uh, he says hey I, I think that could probably work let me put you in touch with this person uh, he gives me the name of a publisher now that publisher was the head of the publishing company that the owners of the essential oil company had partnered with and they published all the books about all the essential oils you know, and all of that and so I get in touch with her now, now get this one of the uh, C-suite leaders has made the introduction, and so I've got that going for me. He's basically said, "Hey, this is a good book. You you need to, to acquire some of these in Selma Convention." She says, "Can you send me a thousand of them?" Now, what I did is I logged into the back office on Amazon's KDP Kindle Direct Publishing, where you can right now, this moment. Go self publish a book. At the time, it was called Create Space, but it was the same thing. I had already uploaded the book. I was ordering a few at a time to keep my inventory at home. But when she said, Can you send me a thousand? I instantly logged in. I bought one thousand on my credit card. I paid whatever my cost was about, oh, four dollars a book. I sent a thousand. So now I've got a credit card bill of about four grand. I sell these books to her, we negotiate for a little over $10 a piece, so I'm making $6 profit per book, that is a wholesale price that I gave her. Retail would have been 15 bucks, so I sell them at a reduced rate, I still clear $6 a book, as soon as my books hit the shipping pallet right there, the shipping dock at the publishing company, they remit me a check for 10 grand, I deposit that in my bank, I pay off the credit card, immediately I pocket $6,000, $6 per book off of that book right there, The Husband's Field Guide, Navigating Your Wife's Essential Oil Habit. Okay, Now, I mainly write books in the faith space, uh, faith-driven life coaching, helping people overcome hurts of the past and walk into their purpose. Uh, I'll also, uh, through the Amplify resources, write and teach people how to platform their message because that's that's something that I've to do over the past couple of years. Never thought I'd be writing a book like this, but it worked and it sold. And so $6 a book cleared. Now, uh, my experience compared to other authors and how this pans out. Let me give you a, a big name that you would probably recognize. I won't tell you his name, but I'll tell you that you would recognize him if I told you who it was. Uh, He's published this and talked about this, Uh, and then I'll give you an example of a friend that you probably would not know. One well-known author received a $30,000 advance, and he explained why he could not quit his day job when he received that advance. So get the picture. He's got a blog, and a publisher agrees to publish a book based on his blog. Gives him a $30,000 check and his friends. And so we want to know, hey, man, you, you fulfilled your dream of being a writer. Are you going to quit your job right now? And he says, I can't. And so he got $30,000 advance for this book. And he says, I can't quit because um, from the time I got that advance, I have to finish the book and then turn it in. And then it's going to take nine to 12 months before they get that book from the file that I gave them to the market. Now, Now keep that in mind. Nine months lead time for a traditional publisher. And just so you know, a couple months ago, I talked to a traditional publisher about a book I was ghostwriting. Uh, I was doing kind of the negotiation on that as we're writing the book. And I asked them, okay, as soon as I give you the file, how long is it going to take to get this thing to market? They say, if we hustle, now this was in January, you turn it in by the end of January. If we hustle, we can get it out in October. Now, as of the recording of this, it's not yet October. We released the book months ago. We've sold thousands of that book. It still wouldn't be out. So, the friend right here, the well known author, he received a $30,000 advance and he said, Man, I've, I've been working on the content for this book for a year, year and a half. I still got to formulate it a little bit, turn it in. Book's not going to come out for nine months, 12 months. When that book comes out, uh, The first money from books that are sold go to effectively recoup that advance. So to be clear, he was never going to have to repay the $30,000. He just wasn't going to see any more money until that $30,000 was effectively putting the publisher, $30,000 of what would have been his profit share, puts the publisher into the green, and then he can start getting royalties. After that. So in his mind, he's thinking, I worked on the book a year and a half. I turn it in. It's not going to be out for another nine to 12 months. That's uh, anywhere from you, know, you think about it. Over two years, two and a quarters years to possibly two and a half years or more for thirty thousand dollars. You just can't support a family on that. He would have to have another income stream, uh, fifteen thousand dollars a year. To break it down, uh, maybe even a little less than that, with no guarantee, wouldn't do it. That was traditional publishing. Uh, I, I had another friend. I'll tell you about this. I met him at the same convention where my book was being sold. Uh, this book right here that the publisher bought for me, uh, they, they just became a customer. I already had the book. It was already published, you know, in my name with my LLC. So I, you know, just sent them books that they bought in bulk. Uh, ended up the next year sending them, the books to them and to another publisher, by the way, that was at the same convention. So kind of double-dipped, and I was selling the book on my own, on my website, and selling it at events and other places. All right, so the friend at the same convention, he comes to me and he says, hey, did they publish your book too? Now, I'm not sure why he would have asked me that question. Uh, the assumption would have been that they did. But it was a great question, and I had never thought about it any of this until this point did they publish your book too and I told him I said no you know I just sold it they bought them in bulk and that was it Um, now he immediately tells me that they published his book and what would happen is every month they would settle up how many were sold and he was making 50 cents per book and he told me also after the convention was over he was going to talk to them because he wanted to see, check the last part of this slider right here you he want to see about creating a course based on his book. He had to get their permission. So to put everything in perspective, he's making fifty cents per book. What you know, that's good. If somebody goes in and they buy the book, you made fifty cents. They buy two copies, you made a, a dollar. You write the book one time. So there's this repeating income that's going to come in, but he's still got to get permission. About creating a course by comparison. I made $6 a book when I sold it to them at wholesale. If I was selling retail, I was making about $9 a book. Already made my $6 a book. I had the money in hand. I had the rights to the book. I could continue developing my book. I didn't need their permission. So, what I did, I refined and relaunched my book a few times. I created a course. I had parts of my book that I expanded into a second book, Uh, this book right here that you see on the screen uh, about the compensation plan. So this first book was telling guys, hey, you know, this is a good business opportunity. Here's some things you need to know about the history of the company. Here's a few things you need to know about essential oils and natural health all throughout history. Here's a few other things you can do to get involved. Here's kind of an on-ramp for you. At some point at the end of that first book, i had said something like hey it would be really helpful for you to understand the compensation plan and and that was just kind of a byline in the entire book well the second book as i started understanding the compensation plan i ended up writing that second book to help myself understand it a a lot of times if you followed me you know that i write things that i need to know Uh, so the book kind of becomes my journey of pulling all the information together And then uh, take the reader on the journey. So that second book right there, that became kind of my documentation of the journey, what I was learning, the charts I was creating, the income streams I was learning about, how you could build the business, uh, all of that in the second book. Now, remember my friend, 50 cents a book, had to see about expanding his book even to a course. I'm just developing it. So I've launched, relaunched the book. I've created a course. I've got parts of... The book or expanded into the second book. I take parts of that second book. I expand it into a whole business workshop and create videos. I uh, talk about uh, the book at future events and workshops and make keynotes off of that. I open the door, gets open to me for speaking. All of a sudden, if you have a book, people think it's got credibility. And now you have credibility. I, the book was eventually translated into another language. It was sold in bulk to other publishers. All of this stuff kept happening because I had the rights to the book. Now, here's a pro tip. And remember, we're we're answering two reasons to self-publish the book. Answer number one is because the message. If you give the message away, you no longer control it. Answer number two is the money. You make more in most cases by publishing your own book. Those both fit together. That's been part of my story. It's been part of my experience. The pro tip here is a book provides you both content to share as well as credibility. And I'm going to add right here, all of this is true even if you self-publish it. Now think about when's the last time you went and you picked up a book and you went to the front and go, well, let, let, let me see who published this book. Let me see if this is by Dondervan or Harper Collins, or if this is published by Penguin or Random House, or if this is published by you know you know, you know Joe Schmuckatelli's Publishing House. Or most people don't care who the publisher is. The issue is the book, not the originating source that put that book into print. Okay, so. That leads us into five misconceptions about self-publishing. And my argument is your best bet is to self-publish it, get this thing out as quick as you can. Five misconceptions. Number one is self-publishing isn't legit. It is. It produces the book. The goal is to get the book. You can punch out a book, arguably with more control and more parameters that you want to do if you self publish it. I'm going to come back to this in just a moment. Uh, Number two is for people who can't get a book deal. Well, you know, initially you might want to start with self-publishing if you can't get a book deal the reality is it it takes a long time to get the book deal there are all kinds of negotiations and oh the speed to print is so much slower so self publishing might work for you for sure if you can't get a book deal but it's not only for people who can't get a book deal uh, it is a completely different question there number 3 Traditional publishing means you're a better writer. Uh, That's not necessarily the case. There are a lot of bad books on the shelves at Barnes & Nobles right now. A lot of bad books on Amazon. Traditional publishing just means you have a traditional publisher. Now, look at these three points right here. Misconceptions. Self-publishing isn't legit. That's a misconception. Self-publishing is for people who can't get a book deal. Uh, That's a misconception, Even, even though... Uh, if you don't have a book deal or you you might not can get one or don't want to wait to kind of shop that or chase that down, self-publishing definitely is a way to go. Number three, it means you're a better writer if you went traditionally. Let me show you this list of people who all started or swapped back and forth to self-publishing. You're going to recognize some of these names on this list. So uh, up there at the top, you've got Margaret Atwood. Uh, Margaret Atwood, if you are familiar with The Handmaid's Tale, uh, that is her work. Before she did that, she self-published Jane Austen. Sense and Sensibility was self-published. Frank Baum, that's the author of The Wizard of Oz and that whole slew of books. William Blake was historical, uh, well-known writer. Ken Blanchard, that's the leadership guy. Beatrix Potter, that is... Uh, all the tales of Peter Rabbit, Pat Conroy, and another guy on the right side of the list here, James Patterson, write very similar novels. Stephen Crane, you might know him from the Red Badge of Courage. E. E. Cummings, uh, you might recognize that he does spell it all lowercase, just like you see on the screen. Charles Dickens, A Tale of Two Cities, Alexander Dumas, The Count of Monte Cristo. These are the books you know them for, but they all began self-published. James Joyce. Stephen King, uh, the man right there who has novels and horror films and flicks and, uh, you know, even one of my favorite movies, The Shawshank Redemption, uh, he started off, he self-published, Rudyard Kipling, uh, James Patterson mentioned him again, J.K. Rowling, uh, the right now arguably richest author alive, the creator of the Harry Potter series and more, started Self publishing, Upton Sinclair, historical author there. William Strunk, uh, I think it's actually William Strunk Jr. Elements of Style was the book that was eventually picked up by a traditional publisher, but Elements of Style started self published. Henry David Thoreau, Walden, you know, him from that book, he started off self published as did Tolstoy. Mark Twain, his book, Huckleberry Finn, sells 200,000 copies a year right now, began. Self published. Uh, Andy Weir is a modern author. One of my sons, Judah, when he was little, and I mean like first grade, second grade, he absolutely loved the film The Martian that was based on the book The Martian, which was self published by Andy Weir from his blog. He wrote the book on his blog uh, and just kind of started doing excerpts of what became a self published book, The Martian. And so, again, you know, even – I didn't put this one on the list. Uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, that whole fiasco started self-published. So it's so look at these first three. It's not legit. It's for people who can't get a book deal. It means you're a better writer if you go traditional. You know, it. there's more to it than all of this. Uh, these are just misconceptions. Number four is you make more money if you traditionally – publish uh in a few moments i'm going to show you why that's not true uh we all look at the big people like uh stephen king jk rowling and you go well uh, you know james patterson pat you look at oh margaret atwood got that tv deal Uh, you you look at some of these people and you go oh well goodness like they self-published um you know, and then they went traditionally published, and oh, they're making so much money. And so you know you you take that kind of as your key to where, oh, everybody should go the self or, or rather the traditional publisher out because you you make more money that way, and you go, well, I, I don't think that's necessarily the case. Uh, that doesn't necessarily answer all of it. Uh, it's a different uh, different answer altogether. So number four, you make more money if you traditionally publish. That is a misconception. Number five, uh, this is a misconception about self-publishing is a lot of people think, well, if I self-publish it, I gotta promote it. But if I traditionally publish it, the publisher will promote it and they will do all the work for me. Okay, that's not the case. Now, they will match you up with PR. They will do some press releases. They will make some fancy schmancy graphics and all of that. They will get you into bookstores. They'll likely have some posters and some product placement. However, when you see big names, you see uh, former President Barack Obama, you see Stephen King, you see J.K. Rowling, you, you see famous celebrities still promoting their own book. The publisher will not do all the work for you. Hey friends, Andy Jenkins here at the kitchen table. So let me just give you a heads up. Beth mentioned something, it really kind of stumbled out. Here's the deal, you might be like she is right now, like at this time and space at this exact moment where you've got an idea, you've been taking notes, you've been journaling, you've been maybe crafting stuff in the notes section of your iPhone and you have this book idea going in your head but you've never written a book. And so here's what she's done. She's created this special wait list for people who are qualified. Like this is an elite exclusive thing because she's gonna walk you through this thing. Um, But here's the qualification, is you can't have written a book yet to be in this group. This is people who are saying, all right, this is my first run at it. I wanna walk with some people in community have some tools, have some resources. We've, we've got all of these amplified videos and things from the course that she's really yanked out. What are the necessary pieces that you need to know? Everything from how to start, uh, everything from time blocking and the discipline and strategy to get the stuff done, to even our customized book template where you drop the words in and it instantly looks, feels, shapes like a book. And here's the deal, Like we can even match you up. If you wanna publish this thing on your own, we can show you how to do that. Or we can even introduce you to a real life publisher who will help you edit this thing, take it to the next level. But it all begins by filling out and raising your hand and go, hey, um, like I'm interested. I I would love to do this. And so right now, uh, it's not yet ready, but if you think that, you know what, I might just maybe, no strings attached, uh, no commitment yet, but I may want to take a crack at this. Then uh, I'll put a link down in the show notes below for you, and uh, we're just gonna call it book club—not not book club, like um, uh, we're reading a book. Like book club of the elite group of people out there, like you, who have an incredible idea that want to work with people like Beth and share that message with the world. We're gonna walk you step by step. Huh? She's going to walk you step by step how to do it, all right? Uh, down below, amplifyonline.info slash book club. Links below, amplifyonline.info slash book club.